young, young gospel. Gospel. I got you. I got you. I got you. Young gospels. Building. My hope is not the ceiling. My hope is that I hope these Christians really do feel me. Mama, I'm a different Christian. I'm on a different path. I took a different mission. The blood, the life. I got the passion of the Christ. Everyone's so hostile. They used to call me T Money, now it's Young Gospel. Go with me to a land you'll never see. It's free, but it's sex and serenity. Yeah. What's up, my brothers and my sisters? It is your boy, your host, Young Gospel. And I got a very powerful, impactful message for you guys today. I'm a little bit angry and I'm going to tell you why. Men are not being men anymore. We are not standing up for the things that we should be standing up for. It's shameful that we are allowing the world politically, religiously to go the way it's going. And not enough of us care. We think that Jesus is going to solve everything and he doesn't solve everything. Jesus made you for a reason. If Jesus wanted to solve it all, he would have just ended humanity because we are the problem. Our sinful nature is the problem. But what are we doing as men? We're allowing homosexuals, lesbians, run our country to the ground. We are allowing these people to trample our rights. We are allowing these people to tell us how and when we can speak, how we can speak, what words we can say. I don't remember taking a vote on what I can say. He, she, them, they, I don't care about none of that. I don't remember taking a vote on that, a specific word that I can and cannot use. I don't remember that. You're a man and you're a woman. XX, XY. That's it. It's really angering me that we're not trying to take our country back, that we're not trying to take our Christianity back. And it's angering me that none of us are willing to speak out. It's really angering me because Jesus gave us the power of the spirit to be bold, to contact our legislators, to contact our president, to contact our mayor and our governors and everybody who is trying to lord over us he has given us the right to rule over our households and over our communities and we're not doing enough outreach we're not going to our neighbors and we're not telling them hey look i know that at face value this seems like we're being inclusive but guess what we're being excluded because in the name of inclusivity we are being excluded look at what they're teaching our kids at school Look at what they're trying to have us do. Look at how they're trying to brainwash our kids. And we just don't care. We're so complacent because we've been given good things because you got a good job. Oh, and you don't want to risk your job at the factory. 
Oh, because we got good cars. Man, I don't want to risk my car. Who's going to pay the bills if they fire me for speaking up? See, these are the things that happened in Germany. Same stuff. They created this utopia. They created this these great jobs. They created this great entertainment. When the time came, no one wanted to speak up. Everybody was afraid because people were so comfortable that they didn't understand who the ruling class would end up being. Little did they know that Adolf Hitler himself was going to be the ruler of that country and look at what he did because a bunch of people were complacent they were comfortable they didn't want to believe what was actually happening it's not that they were lies they did not want to believe that the jews were being persecuted and that they were being killed now i know that's taking it a bit far what has god told us to do speak the truth now i know i understand god said hey i don't come to condemn but I come to save. I'm not telling you to condemn people, but I am telling you to speak the truth. The Bible says to preach this message on the mountaintops. We need to take this message all over the world and not be afraid of who we're going to offend because at the end of the day, the gospel of Christ has offended so many people. And do you think Jesus cared? Do you think Jesus said, hey, I would tell you guys this, but I'm afraid that you might be offended, so I'm just not going to say it. Is there any verse in the Bible that says Jesus said, I'm not going to say this because you guys might be offended? I don't remember. Tell me if you've heard of a verse where he just didn't want to say it because he thought you were going to be offended. Now, I want to get to this message, but I do need to tell you guys, we cannot allow the LGBTQ whatever acronyms community to try to impose any type of rights over our school systems, over our children, over our speech, nothing. We can't give them one inch because believe me, once you crack that door, the devil will make his way in. You keep that door locked because the enemy's on the prowl. It is midnight and no one leaves the doors open at night and we are not children of the night we are children of the light but we need to start acting like it and we need to start getting this message out do i care if this message gets taken down no because i need to speak the truth it is time it is time to wake up that inner giant it is time to get a little bit angry at what is going on now, I'm not talking about the political spectrum. I'm not talking about the presidency. I'm not talking about the fraud. I'm talking about the laws that are being written in our country that's allowing for minors and adults to be able to engage in sexual relationships as long as the minor consented to it. Since when does a minor get to consent to a sexual act? And it's happening here in California, and we don't care. I rebuke governor newsom in the name of jesus christ i rebuke all of the people in government in california right now that are passing these laws i rebuke them in the name in the precious name in the blood of jesus christ i'm done i'm tired no more playing games we need to get out there and we need to voice our opinion we are the majority this country was founded upon 
Christian principles. And that's why we have the country that we have, because it was founded upon Christian principles. All you dudes out there that were raised by men, by real men and are Christian need to start speaking up. All you fake churches that are saying that homosexuality is okay and this and that, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus because you are doing a disservice to the truth that has been written in this precious gospel. Yes, Jesus does love everyone, but let's not forget he hates the sin, not the sinner. But if you do not change your ways, there's going to be a place for you when all this is said and done. The Bible can't lie. God can't lie. And all of these things have been written. Now, I'm going to get into the Bible. I'm going to get into a couple of these verses, but I just wanted to let you guys know because I'm not at all happy about any of the things that are going on. And if we don't speak up, this country this nation will be pulled from under us. They are trying to pull the rug out from under our feet. And I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid who hears this because we need to start doing more. All you women out there that are accepting all your, all these laws that are empowering gays and, and homosexuals and, and lesbians and you guys are okay with that, you should not be. Shame on you. All you guys out there that are okay with all this homosexuality, all of these LGBTQ commercials and all of these companies supporting them. Shame on you. Companies that are supporting all of this, shame on you. Because they didn't just want their rights. They wanted their rights so that they can impose their view on our rights, on our lives. You don't get to impose your views on me. I don't ever remember voting for neutral gender restrooms I don't ever re remember voting for these types of things being taught in my school system, in my children's school system. I don't remember voting for any of this stuff. And what's happening? The House, because they're a Democratic majority, they're passing all these laws. They don't even need you anymore. That's why you don't remember voting for this stuff either. And it angers me that we're being fooled and we're not doing anything about it and we're not speaking up. I'm tired of this, man. We need to speak up. We are the majority. Christians rise up. Don't be afraid. It ain't time to be afraid. This is time to be brave. It is time to unleash the power of the Holy Spirit upon this nation because believe me, God will judge the nations. God will send judgment upon our nation and he will question us and he will ask us, what did you do with the nation that I gave you? What did you do with the school system that I gave you? What did you do? Did you pray over these people? Because prayer for people, especially people that you don't like or that are your enemies, this is not because you're wishing them well. It is because you want God's justice to be done in their lives. Listen to me. Prayer for your enemy doesn't mean that you wish him well, even though you should. But prayer for your enemy means that you want God to reign justice over that person's life. And you know that God, his justice will be administered correctly because our form of justice and his form of justice are two different types of justices. We want the harsh punishment for people. And God says, no, no, no. I know what I'm doing. Leave it up to me. And that's why he tells us to pray for our enemies. But men need to start being men. Men need to start rebuking the idea that a woman has a right to choose if she decides to abort her a child because half of your DNA is in that child. 
that seed has your DNA in it. Your DNA decides, your chromosomes decides if that child is male or female. You don't understand how many things are in our DNA that are deciding factors for what this child's going to be. And for you to think because a woman has the child, you don't have a say-so in it is beyond me. As a man, you have every say-so because your DNA, which is your property, is in that child already. So if you decide to stay out of it, you're just as complicit as the female that decides to have that abortion because you're not being responsible at that moment in time. And I know a lot of people are going to say, well, what about the women that are raped? What about the women that are raped? Should the child have to pay for that? Do you know how many children that are alive today are the product of a rape? And would you, if you ask that child today, would you have wanted to be aborted? Do you think that child's going to say, yeah, I should have been aborted? Do you know how many sports athletes, Christians today were a product of a rape and the mother decided to keep the child? You don't know what kind of happiness a child's going to bring you. I understand that those are touchy subjects, but believe me, you don't know what this child's going to be capable of doing. You don't know if this child's going to be the next prophet. You don't know if this child's going to be the next preacher. You don't know if this child's going to save a million souls. You don't know what this child is going to do. But the least thing you could do is give this child an opportunity to breathe, an opportunity to be somebody. At the end of the day, every living organism, every living thing needs a chance. Human beings, we need a chance. We need an opportunity because we are all capable of love. We are all capable of changing people's lives. We are all capable of greatness in the eyes of the Lord. Let's get into this. I think I've already said enough, but I know it's not going to jive with everybody and it doesn't have to. I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't really care. Honestly, I don't even care. These things need to be spoken about and these things need to be said. Ephesians chapter 5, walk in love. It says, therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Think about that, a fragrant offering. Walk in love because Christ loved us and he gave himself up for us and that creates a fragrant smell for God. We in God's presence are a beautiful fragrant smell to him three says but sexual immorality sexual immorality you can look up what god deems as sexual immorality and all impurity uh, or covetousness which is desiring someone else's stuff must not even be named among you as is proper among saints if you're a saint you shouldn't be practicing any of this stuff sexual immorality impurities, covetousness. Four says, let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking. How many of you Christians out there still love to crack that dirty joke? Or how many of you Christians out there still love to hear those dirty jokes? Well, guess what? Time's up. No more. Verse five. Ephesians 5, go look it up. I'm not lying to you. 5-5, five, five. for you may be sure of this, that everyone who is sexually immoral or impure or who is covetous, what is an idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Now 4 says, let there be no filthiness nor foolish 
talk nor crude joking. But then 5 says, hey, none of these things have an inheritance in the kingdom of God. So guess what? You forfeit your salvation. Yeah, you heard it right. You forfeit your salvation because you're being a clown. Because you're doing the same things that you were doing when you were in the world. You're not being a man. Definitely not being a man with integrity. You're not being a man with morals. You're being just like them. You're cracking filthy jokes even though you know you shouldn't. You're talking foolishly even though you know you shouldn't. You want to represent God. You want to be an ambassador. But you don't want to put in the work. You just want to say you're a Christian when it's convenient. And when it's not convenient, you're out. Once these whirly dudes come around you and they start talking to you and you just give in, you just fold because you want to be accepted because you want to be part of the crew because you want to be part of the crowd. And guess what? Jesus says, hey, this ain't easy. That's why he says this walk is for the brave. This walk ain't for the weak. No, you want to be weak? Go back to the world, man, where you were at. That's weakness because it's easy to do evil. It's easy to do evil the same way it's easy to rap about evil. Try to rap about a good a good theme. Try to rap about a good example. It's hard. It's hard to rap about good stuff. Try to rap about something evil. Oh, that's easy. Try to do good. That's hard. Try to do evil. That's easy. And God knows that. That's why he holds us to a different standard. But men need to be men. We need to set the example for our wives, for our children, for our family, and for those people that are around us. And it's not going to be easy. And you are going to fall. But I'm telling you right now, you need to get back up. You need to lace those shoes back up. You need to lace up those boots. And you need to keep moving. Ain't no more games, man. We're approaching the finish line. We're at the end of the race. Now you're going to have to ask yourself, are you the rabbit or the turtle? Are you, did you think you were going faster than everybody else? Did you think you were going to reach salvation before everybody else? But then at the end, you started, you decided to start messing around and talking however you want to talk and doing the things you want to do because you think, I could just repent when it's all said and done. But that's why Jesus says, no man knows the time or the hour. Stop playing with your salvation. Six says, let no one be deceived or let no one deceive you with empty words for because of these things the wrath of god comes upon the sons of disobedience let no one be deceived with empty words see people love to come at you with stuff hey man let's just go to the bar come on man you just can just one drink hey man let's just go to the club oh you're married that don't matter dog just tell your wife you'll be back on time doesn't she go out? Shouldn't you get to go too? People are going to come fool you, man, because they're being used by the enemy. And that's going to make you fall if you're weak. If you want to be part of the crowd, if you want to be good with the boss. Oh, I want to get a promotion. Oh, I want to get hired. Hey, man, remember this. There's no boss that you need to be working for besides Jesus Christ. Everybody else ain't your boss. These are just people. They think they're bosses. They ain't bosses, man. The only boss is Lord Jesus Christ, Savior. That's the only person you should be working for. That's the only person you should be trying to impress. Ladies, oh, come on, sister. Let's go have ladies night. Let's go to the club. Tell your man you're going to be back. Don't you get to hang out without your man? Aren't you guys living a relationship where both of you guys get to do whatever you want? Dress however you want? Come on, it's ladies night. Yeah, it's ladies night. But guess what's going to happen? You're going to get to the club. You're going to get tricked into doing something that you know you shouldn't be doing. You're going to start drinking. And guess what's going to happen once you start drinking? Yep. 
you're right you will start sinning slowly but surely that's gonna take that snowball effect and then guess what's gonna happen yeah it's true you're gonna cheat on your man and then you're gonna feel real bad about it because the man that you cheated on was the best thing that you had the man that you cheated on was trying to lead you to christ but one night one set of empty words got you to go they convinced you and guess what now you have nothing now you have a new set of fake friends that when anytime something good comes around you they're gonna make sure that it does not happen because after you lose the person you love i'm talking to you men too the people that are around you will make sure you don't reach that objective because the moment they hear that you're gonna spend time with somebody else they're gonna ask you who that is and when you tell them it's somebody you're interested in they're gonna tell you let us come along you're spending too much time with that person i know how this goes people listen to me listen to young gospel because i am trying to talk to you with the words of god seven says therefore do not become partners with them look i'm reading this directly from the bible ephesians 5 ephesians chapter 5 verse 7 therefore do not become partners with them for at one time you were in darkness but now you are light in the lord walk as children of the light for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true 10 says and try to discern what is pleasing to the lord how are you going to discern what is pleasing to the lord if you never pray how are you going to discern what's pleasing to the lord if you never fast how are you going to discern what is pleasing to the lord if you do not even read your word 11 says take no part in the unfruitful words of darkness but instead expose them this is why you can't get along with these people because the because the word the, the word of god the bible tells you to expose them but you don't want to expose them because you may not get that promotion but you don't want to expose them because you may not get that raise but you don't want to expose them because you're afraid that you might lose your job you don't want to expose them because you may just need them to tell you the gossip that's going around the office you don't want to expose them because you want to be friends with them at some point and it's because you're weak it's because you don't know how to stand alone it's because you don't understand that the greatest ally that you could ever have is our lord jesus christ the savior you're afraid because you're not used to being alone you're afraid because you're not in prayer because you're not in fasting because you don't have the holy spirit that empowers you i know this is a hard message i know that it is but that's it i mean no more mr nice guy 2020 baby we coming strong and we're coming correct and if you don't like the words that are coming out of my mouth hey go back and listen to something softer but it's my duty and it's my job to tell you the truth and it's my duty and my job to tell you what the bible says and i think i've already given enough messages that have been soft and sweet no more we got to start coming hard in the paint because nobody else is doing it people are watering down this gospel and i'm getting tired of it i'm getting tired of hearing these mega preachers that are telling people that it's okay to walk into church and be a homosexual and be a homosexual preacher and be a homosexual worship leader and be a homosexual bible teacher and be a homosexual sunday school teacher 
no more. We got to come correct. Before you serve the Lord, you got to receive the Lord. Before you serve the Lord, you better be right with the Lord. 12 says, for it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret. Whew. Let me read that again. Ephesians 5 verse 12. For it is shameful even to speak of the things they do in secret. Yeah, I bet you didn't know that. Everybody who's doing evil has done some of the most vile stuff in secret, but they ain't going to tell you. But guess what? They got there somehow. They ain't going to share it with you. But if you go deep enough, if you go into their world long enough, they may get you to start doing stuff like that. Catch yourself. Ask yourself, do you want to go through that? Because you will come to a time where you will be so desensitized that you will be willing to do whatever. And it's going to be so hard to come back because you've been through so much abuse, because you've been through so many embarrassing moments that you don't even know how to forgive yourself anymore. But there is good news. There is good news. But let's keep going. 13 says, but when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. 14, for anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. You're asleep, and the Lord is asking you to wake up and arise from the dead. He is comparing you to a dead individual because that's how sleep you are. You are walking with the dead. But if you awake, it says Christ will shine on you. There is nothing more rewarding. There is nothing more peaceful in this world than walking with our Lord Jesus Christ while everybody's going through calamity, while everybody's going through hard times. He will preserve your path. He will preserve your feet. He will preserve your job. He will preserve your health. Understand that this is power, but you got to believe it. Once you believe it, you have to exercise it. 15 says, look carefully then how you will walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best of the time, your time. Because the days are evil. 17 says, therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Number 18, here it goes. Here we go. We're getting into the meat and potatoes. Number 18 says, and do not get drunk with wine, for it is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. Man, thank God. Praise the Lord for verses like this, that all of these mega pastors have hid these verses from you. But young gospel's not going to hide a thing. Verse 18, I will repeat and do not get drunk with wine for that is debauchery, but be filled with the spirit. 19, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. These are the matters of the heart. Oh, I'm depressed. I'm going to drink. I'm sad. I'm going to drink. I'm mad. I'm going to drink. I don't have what I want. I'm going to drink. Oh, I finally got that new car. I'm going to drink. You're going to drink in any situation, in every situation. Believe me, if you're living that life, you will find a reason. You will find an excuse to drink. And God knew and God knows that 
2,000 years ago, God already figured you out. That's why he wrote this. Because 2,000 years ago, you were already figured out. You're nothing new. Jesus knows what humans are capable of. And we all do the same things. We all have the same feelings. And we all go through the same patterns. And we all go through the same emotions. Because he created us. And he's warning us about us. Understand, he's warning us about us. He's trying to warn us about us. Because when we are willing to do evil and we do not have the Holy Spirit, he knows what we're capable of doing to ourselves. Wake up, wake up. Awake, O sleeper. And arise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. Verse 20, and I end with this, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. 21, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Submit, submit. God is asking us to submit to one another, to the believers, to the pastor, to your wife, to your husband. Believe me, it's not easy. Submission is one of the hardest practices there is because you have to lay all pride and all ego aside. And God knows that. This is a heavy message. It's not an easy message. But like I told you guys, I'm tired. Not going to be playing games anymore. And from here on out, I'm going to start naming names. And I'm going to start exposing people the way Jesus Christ has asked me to do. Read Ephesians 5, 11, And you will understand why I'm going to start exposing fake pastors. Am I going to get to all of them? Probably not. But it's angering me that there's so many pastors out there that are not willing to teach their congregation truth. But they're playing a comedian game. They're playing the entertainment game. They're playing the game of who can get the most people to come back. Well, I'll tell you what, you want a lot of people to come back to your church, tell them what they want to hear. That's what the devil does. Tells you exactly what you want to hear. Tells you that you can do whatever you want. Tells you that you're the Lord over your own life. Biggest lie ever told to humanity. That's what the Satanists preach. That's what the Satanists preach. They say that you can, you're the Lord of your life and you can do whatever you want. And that's not true. And you and I both know that. So here we go. 2020 going into 2021 and we head down the path of victory some of you guys are in the lead but i gotta ask you are you the rabbit are you the turtle do you think you're so far ahead that you can slow down and start acting a fool and start trying to stunt you're on a crash course son you're on a crash course sister slow down think about what you're doing correct your steps submit to our lord jesus christ and all of his teachings and you and your household will have eternal life. I'm Young Gospel. This is the Young Gospels podcast. I love you in Jesus' name. I love you enough to tell you the truth. I love you enough to hurt you with the truth. But as a Christian, that's my job. God bless you. Young, young gospel, gospel, gospel. I got you. I got you. I got you. Young gospels podcast. Get ready. Hope is 
in the building. My hope is out the ceiling. My hope is that I hope these Christians really do feel me. Mama, I'm a different Christian. I'm on a different path. I took a different mission. The blood, the life. I got the passion of the Christ. Everyone's so hostile. They used to call me T Money, now it's Young Gospel. Go with me to a land you'll never see. It's free, but it takes sincerity. Yeah. Gospels. Ah.